Welcome to the podcast. It's uh, it's 1.59. Uh, it's Eric. Phillip's here with us today. Bethany. Today's podcast might be uh, a little profane, but we're glad you're here. Uh, the show is on the air from 3 to 7 every weekday. Thanks for finding the podcast. Hi, guys. Hello. What's up? Bethany, you're pumping now. Yep. Yes, I am. Um... Philip, thanks for digging up the pumping picture of us a couple of years, of me a couple of years ago. Oh my gosh, that was fantastic. It's a whole video, mind you. It's not just a picture, and it's uh-huh. amazing. That's great. I'm uh, glad that you got to experience that. It was, it, I'm not. It was very brief. It was very brief and very, very uncomfortable. Um, so what, how are you, like, what... Paint a picture of what position or how you're seated or what's going on with you right now. I'm just sitting on the couch with my pump, with my headphones on, <laughs> living my life. I feel like that should be a song. And sitting on the couch with my pump. And your and your 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 shirt is up or off or it it's on. I got one of those nifty little uh, nursing tank tops that you can just unclip it when you need it. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Um, how Did you get how, a good visual? Did that work out well for you? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, it's not completely what I expected, but um, I'm glad that you shared. How, how is, do you have any good Madigan stories from the from the last week? Um, so she, when they, when they hit a certain um, age, like six weeks or six, eight weeks, something like that, like they're... Um, bowels start to change so they Mm -hmm. they start going less um as far as number two goes they start um doing that less and that's kind of when you know that their like digestive system is maturing and whatever so i'm like oh okay great like we don't have constant poopy diapers love that Mm. well my child when she does go it is monumental (laughs) to the point where we have upgraded to the one size diapers like we started a newborn now we're moving to the one size diapers so they're slightly too big but there's plenty of room to take the amount of stuff that comes out of her but it might be too big to the point where then it comes out of the diaper and we have had now two instances (gasps) where it is everywhere oh my everywhere. god bethany how and how like <laughs> how do you deal with that like i i'm visualizing and like i would like has, I, I, she has no choice like she brought this yeah. kid into the world and it's not like you can go it's not like you can like i mean you could leave it on a porch or throw it into a dumpster but that would be very awful well and honestly oh like i have two dogs I, i've cleaned up their poop and their puke at, so it's like it's just another thing and you just like you get in the zone and you just clean it up and then like, you move on. Do, doesn't it get on whatever like she's around? Like if she's on the couch or oh, she's yeah. in the car oh, seat. Yeah. Oh my god! I wanted to. But but people have have made you know scientific breakthroughs and now all that mm-hmm. stuff is removable. So you can just take the, the fabric off and put it in the washing machine. Give a little and, bit of shout. Yep. Yep. A little Dawn dish soap and you're good to go. <laughs> I can see people coming over now and, and saying, oh, did, did one of the dogs have an accident on the couch? No, my child did. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's, I mean, all, that's honestly, all Madigan right like, there. 
we have thankfully we have well it's a hand-me-down couch first of all it's not fancy but it's microfiber and like it's got you know formula breast milk other spit ups all over it and i just take a bottle of alcohol and i clean it right up yeah and it's good as new have you had any real like like drinkable alcohol since you've pushed this kid out um i did on thanks or not on thanksgiving but um, Thanksgiving weekend, I did have uh, what I like to call my drunken gingerbread man, which is Fireball, Bailey's, and Rum Chata. Who hurt with you? Little, with the little cinnamon on top. It that is, is delicious. disgusting. No, no, it's so good. You named every alcohol that gives you the shits. You know that, <laughs> no, right? It's so good. It's so that good. is disgusting. That, but I, I had, I literally had one and I was tore up. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that, like, if you were to ask a bartender, like, "Hey, what mixes with Fireball?" Their answer would be nothing. Nothing yeah. mixes with Fire. And be- listen, and- I will tell you that I found out about this drink because for St. Patrick's Day, probably two or three years ago, we went to um, Bar Louis, and we were like, "Make us something with Bailey's in it," and she came back with that, and I was like, "This is delicious," and she told so me you- what it was. And you so said now I Fire. You said fireball, fireball Bailey's, rum, Bailey's and rum, rum chata. chata, and cinnamon on top. Yep. What, okay. What, rum chata. I. What is it again specifically? It's like a creamy rum type of thing. I don't yeah, know how, it's, if it's like spiced on its own. Yeah, it's like spiced creme de, creme de rum. Not creme yeah. de myth, but creme de rum spiced. Yeah, it's good. It's disgusting. It's you know what? Let me explain something to you. Everything that's crimmed is something that has alcohol in it. I'm pretty sure in my young age I have thrown it up. It does not come no, out well. Are you kidding me? Crimmed men? Yes, this amazing. Oh my god! Do you know it's so bad coming back up though? Right? Like the the actual smell well, yeah, of Mentos like, vomit in the snow is not I okay. Recommend like binging that type of stuff. <laughs> it's good to just make yourself a nice cocktail and then move along. I was like 19. It's okay. <laughs> and that's another like. Fireball was never intended to be a part of a cocktail. It was like a dare shot. Right. Oh no, my my whole family we are about five fireball. Like there's pro- my dad probably has two handles and like three other bottles in the refrigerator, and he'll just like walk through the kitchen, take the bottle out, take a swig, and put it pass back. it around. Yeah, you're the family on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram who puts a GoPro strapped to a a, a fireball handle and passes it around the family, and Grandma gets it and like chugs the whole thing. That's your family. I mean, you're not wrong. If you would have <laughs> shared this story with me last year, I never would have brought up any of the politics things because I just would have known where their political beliefs lie. Oh. Stop it. <laughs> do you, Philip, do you remember? Well, I remember watching it at the old at the old show. The video, it was like a, um, I think it, it turned out to be a prank, but the dad like yelling at his kid with the PlayStation and hitting him or something over Thanksgiving dinner. What? Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he like blew it up or something or like he Why are you shot it or something. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but it was one of those, like, you couldn't believe what you were, you were watching and like, oh, shit, you're going to see somebody get stabbed on YouTube. Right. But then you find out it's a prank, and that's what I was visualizing with the Urbanski clan. <laughs> and their fireball shots. <laughs> um, like I said, I, 
It's good. Well, I'm gonna we're gonna continue in this profane manner. Um, I finished The Undoing last night. It, it's a wonderful show, but I'll, I'll come back to the larger plot. Anybody watch it or hear about it? I have heard no, about it. Like it a but Netflix thing or something? Uh, yeah. it's, on, it, it's on HBO Max. Ours um, is on Netflix here. Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. They're both excellent in it. Um, you, you know what's funny? Have you heard about Gogglebox? Mm-mm. No. So Gogglebox is a show here. Basically, it's a it's a reality show where people sit and watch TV, and you can't like what? whatever they say is just it's so it's really dumb. It's really messed up, Bethany, because it's literally you watching people watch TV, and they talk about it as they watch it. Like it's really dumb, but it is Your the number one show. Selection over there, girl. <laughs> it's really special. It it is the number one show in the UK. Gogglebox. There's one in Australia and there's one in America too. But anyway. Um, they're watching this show, and it's like the biggest cliffhangers per episode. That's so, all. you wow. so the best part of the show is when the people who are watching the show get all wild about how the episode ends. Basically, like they freak out, but it's also during it. Like they yell at each other, like the the plots and twists and turns, like people screaming. Like they're all very like flamboyantly watching this TV show and like acting up while watching it. They watch the news, they watch movies, they watch TV shows, but this undoing is like the new show that they've been watching, which is also weird because it's Nicole, what's his name? Hugh Grant? Hugh Grant. Hugh he's, Grant. He's, Nicole, he's, he's from your neck of the woods. Yeah, but then Nicole Kidman's Australian and the, the kid is American. I'm so confused. I, it's very I, cultural. Um, Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Sutherland is in it. Do you guys know who that is? That sounds familiar. It, it's Keith or, Keith or Sutherland's father. You you know him. He's uh uh got Jennifer Lawrence. The Hunger. He's in the Hunger Games. The old oh, guy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He, he, he I, I don't I don't get it. Uh, maybe it, like when you're 85, you're just like, fuck it. <laughs> his oh, yes. his eyebrows. He has. His eyebrows are like inches, Philip, in your case, centimeters long. And I can't yeah. believe me figure out like why he didn't trim them or like he could curl them or ponytail them you, or something. You know, oh, so they, really... he has the Dave Gerke going on. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I want to see these. Uh, but in fact, I thought it, at, at one point during the show and I was trying to come up with theories like we do for all of our TV shows. And I'm going to go exactly there with this at some point. Um, I was like, you know what? Donald Sutherland's eyebrows are the killer. Yep, they did it. They, they, <laughs> they strangled that poor girl. Um, he's in it, and um, the um, does it, everybody saw the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie, right? Of course. Yeah. Um, Aunt May in that movie is still alive. Shut yeah. up. She's I don't, not. Wait. She She's, wasn't that old, was she? She was on death's door. The woman had Betty White no. and Queen Elizabeth ranked. Like, she was up there. She's 93 now because she popped up in this show, The Undoing. And I think, oh my she, God. I think she had a wig on because her hair looked a third of her age. But I was, I was shocked. Like, I had to stop the show and look up to see. The, the, if you would have told me, if you would have said, you got to bet $100 to win 1000 but you gotta bet that she's dead. I'd make the bet, and I would have lost. Yeah, I mean, I would have bet that she died yeah, right after that movie was made. Yep, because that's so twenty years ago, almost twenty-one years God. ago. 
Um, and she was not young then. All right, what I wanted to get to with this is, um, so Alex doesn't doesn't like the word droplets. Um, and that's a weird one. I, yeah, um, and yeah, I, yeah. I have to wind up using it a lot because we with COVID, it's droplets. The droplets <laughs> are the problem. Yeah. Philip, you want to throw some of the other words out that uh, that people you want to give the big the big one that people really don't like. Oh, is it moist? Yup. Yeah, that's the big one. It's moist and ointment, I think, is at the top of that list all day long. Um, I don't think there is a word that, like, really bothers me. Yeah, there is. We just got to figure out what it is. Everybody has one. Okay, so I have one now uh, after <laughs> watching this show. And, Philip, I think I told you before, um, like, some of the stuff that my, my Grammy would say I didn't like, like, dungarees. <laughs> Do you yeah. remember that? And, yeah, I like yeah. that you just called her your Grammy. Gran- it's Grammy. <laughs> I had Grammy. You're a grown-ass man. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. I began calling her that when I was about five, so shut the fuck up. Well, yeah. Um, and I, I never moved on from it. Uh, um, anyway, so she would call them dungarees, and uh, fill up the other word I don't like. It doesn't. It's not cringy. It's just like, like we don't need to use it. Underpants. Yeah, uh, here they just say pants, which still confuses the hell out of me. But underpants and panties, those are another, those are two panties. ones on the list as well. Yeah, panties mm-hmm. is not a, is not a, is not one anybody needs to hear. <laughs> All right. No one ever says panties. Not People no say more. panties. Not anymore. They st- I think like when you have see like now you have a little girl, so as she gets older and she starts stressing herself and she's not wearing diapers too big that she's shitting out the side of, you have to start <laughs> probably using the word panties. No, you call them undies and. <laughs> it's it's panties. It's not panties. You, can't, you, you cannot you cannot emphasize the T. You just cannot it's, do that. It's nasty. They are panties. Oh. They, that's no, what they are. Roll through it. I never, <laughs> I never liked that word because it, it did make me it did make me cringe. And I think sometime in the last ten years or so, we moved over for women like just say underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Undergarments. Be- because nobody wants to hear the word panties. Again. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. Don't say the T. It, it's there. It has. To, when you say pants, you say pants. So when there's like more added, you have to make sure the T is heard. It's not silent. So it's panties. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's where you're wrong. <laughs> Bethany, I gotta tell you. Uh, ever <clears throat> since this kid has come out, like you were a little woo. You were a little woozy that first week, but you were getting your your sea legs going. But ever since then, you have been you have been fireball on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, you have. Like, I love it. I love it. I mean that maybe that 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 titty milk is like spreading through your body, <laughs> and you're just nuclear with uh, with breast milk. So, hey, is it like is it relaxing? Like 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 you just had a massage after you pump? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. I really felt like it was like a cathartic thing. I felt like it was cathartic, like your body Um, was like releasing something. It's not... I don't understand, right? So like some people that I know have like had these conversations with me about how it was so relaxing for them and they loved it. And Mm -hmm. it was like, you know, they just had the best um, experience. And I'm like, for who? And for what? (laughs) Like, A... Everything from like your areola to the center hurts and it's sore <laughs> and there's blisters on it and it's literally like you can't do anything about it because it's the only Ow. way that you can keep your kid alive. So then I was like, all right, well, I'll just move to exclusively pumping 
because maybe she has a latch problem and that still hurts. Oh. And yeah, like you have to sit there for, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, four times a day at least. Oh my and God. you can't like do anything else because you have to hold the bottle that you're pumping into with one hand and then you have to like kind of massage forcefully with the other hand and not in like a pleasurable way in like a, <laughs> in like a you know I need to to get this out of this tube kind of way and it's it's just like every so I, it's I, so it's not relaxing it's it's not it's, okay it's really I, not it's I just, really okay not. I, I just thought the most sexual thing when you talked about like squee um, <laughs> massaging and squeezing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. it's not the no, no, I know, but like when you said you got like squeeze it out, I, I didn't think toothpaste. But anyway, um, <laughs> okay, well. would, would you allow me uh, to to give you the word that after watching the undoing, I I didn't like it before, but it it didn't pop up that much. And the the crazy thing is, it's clinical, so it's a good thing that I'm not in any kind of like uh, I guess. If I, if can I? Can I guess? Yeah, yeah, by uh, yeah, let's take some guesses. Um and yeah, let's take some guesses. Is it forceps? No. But that's, Oh, okay. That's an odd word. <laughs> I was like it doesn't come up very much. It's clinical and it's kind of gross to think about. I just thought forceps. That's what those duck things are when yeah. you go to the OBG way and yeah, okay. Yeah, the forceps like yeah. yeah. Bethany, you want to take a guess here? How about bedpan? No, 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 no. That, the, the, that's more the idea of that, and what what that is used for. But this is the word. It's <laughs> the word itself. Um, it's it's five letters long. Five letters long. Um, five letters long. That's too many letters. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Um, the what the hell happened to? Um. Another hint, another hint. So uh, the undoing is about a, it's about a murder, and mm-hmm. you know when there's murder and stuff like this, there's there's a lot of sex and stuff like that. Ooh, semen. is it? Yeah, a thousand percent, it's semen. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a well, gay that's man, really for you. <laughs> I I do not like hearing that word. Why can't we use some of the other more colloquial? colloquial ways of saying that like come well, what do you want to hear yes, that's totally fine you think come is better than semen yes no there's a street called semen on around the <laughs> side so <laughs> don't ever live over there i mean we can like we can we can call it man juice is that better for you <laughs> totally fine i i don't like hearing the word semen you know, it's really funny because I'm talking to Dr. Andrea right now. Apparently you texted her earlier and she sent me your conversation about ruining stuff on HBO. Uh, I told her I'm talking to her right now on the podcast. She goes, oh, fuck, what are y'all talking about? And then I say semen. <laughs> totally spelled it wrong, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, now you, really, now you really ruined it for her. Uh, <laughs> like, there's, you know what? I mean, I, I get it. In a courtroom, when you're talking with doctors and being clinical and professional, you can't say jizz, but... You totally can. <laughs> you totally can. They found your jizz in her. Um, <laughs> and oh, God. Can, can I... Look, if I'm sorry I'm going to spoil this. I'm just going to spoil one, ad, one aspect of it. I know, but not for you and Bethany, but there are people listening. But if there's one thing <clears> I... <throat> 
I, I learned in this, and I, I knew this, and I was actually, I think I was yelling at the TV at the time, and I'm like, if you're going to cheat, use a condom. Well, duh. Oh, yeah. That's what you, those are made for. You would, <laughs> you would think. You would think, duh. Oh, he didn't? Yeah, so mm. um, thus how the the jizz, I don't want to, you know how it works. Um, <laughs> so, I'm well aware, thank you. <laughs> Well, much like, hold on a second, Bethany, you, you listened to the podcast, well, we talked about, uh, did we talk about the gender reveal stuff last week? What gender reveal no. stuff? I don't think so. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, pregnancy announcements. No? Oh, no, because it, uh-uh. I'm pretty sure you talked about it, like, on Monday or something. Okay, it was Monday. Yeah, when you say pregnancy announcements, yeah, yeah I, I posted a picture, and, and a lot of people were like, me too, I'm like, and I'm glad I wasn't alone. When you... So I'm sorry if I'm repeating this from an earlier episode, but um, yeah, when you post that uh, that you're pregnant, all I think is, oh, that dude fucking came in you. <laughs> oh, I thought, <laughs> Why? I you were talking Why? about your brother's your brother's current situation. Well, Philip, my brother uh, Tracy is pregnant. Wait, okay, stop. So you can't do that to me. My mind I was like, wait, your brother Tracy is pregnant. Okay. But they, That's a good thing. They wanted to be. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The, the one has nothing to do with the other. Although, I guess they've been trying for a while now. Uh, they wanted to, to grow the family. She really wanted another another baby. But this has nothing to do with the meme that I found. Philip, um, you haven't seen it? I have not seen it. You totally should send it to me, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it totally emphasized. It allowed me, because if I just go... If I go on somebody's Facebook page that, that says, uh, you know, hey, we're, we're happy to announce this. And I'm like, great. He fucking left his dick in you when, you know, he was shooting <laughs> off. God. Like, that's, that's, that's accurate, but yeah, probably, you're right. probably not very not very appropriate. So when this happened, I'm like, okay, I can finally share what I think. And it's exactly that. When, uh, when you say that. Um, I think great. You know, there was this is I want to I want to know other things like was this was this like congratulations? Like, have you been trying? How many times has he done this and it hadn't and he hasn't made it happen? Oh my god! Oh um, my god! Was Stop it an act? It. Were you drunk? Was this an act? <laughs> that is disgusting. Why? Can, why you would why never you have to did, ask questions. Like, did you buy them like, those shirts? No. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh, my God, Eric. I thought that's something you would do, and that's not okay. You can't do that. But that's that's what happened. Well, yes, that's exactly what happened. In the same, that's where babies come from. In the same... Right. I know! So, which is why I'm simply... I, I, I shouldn't be chastised for pointing it out. Um, maybe I could do it a little bit more delicately. Like, oh, he's semened in you. No. No. You um, can't say that. It, None of it. Look, my we know that my brain works a little bit differently. Just like when I hear what a about <laughs> when I hear what about the children, I hear I'm a lazy fucking parent. When I hear we're pregnant or I'm pregnant, I'm like, great, he left his fucking dick in you. Was was that intentional or not? I mean, again, you're not wrong, but why think about it that way? Like, I don't think about the baby making process in any shape or your form because the vagina still has teeth in my eyes and it just doesn't make sense for you to put your penis in there because it may not come back out. I'm just I saying. Mean, mine does. <laughs> teeth? Oh, we talked about this before. That your vagina has teeth? Hey, I have a question. And tell me, like, I'm really curious. And tell me if I'm just, like, naive and ignorant and stupid or what the case may be. But can you, in the act of sex clamp and hold on to it bethany i don't think that's a thing no it's not uh, 
wait, there there are like muscles inside that you can do that. But it, you have to work it. It's not like a natural thing where like vaginas can just hold on to like penises if they wanted to and like never let them go like some animals can. I mean, no. I that, mean, like that, most of us are, yeah, walking around here not Not, not doing giggles. Philip, <laughs> yes. Philip, when we're not on the podcast, I will, I will explain something that I happen to enjoy if they're able to do it. But <gasps> the, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is not appropriate. My dad might listen, uh, or whoever else. I just don't want to be here for that conversation. So right, I don't right, think right. I want you to be honest with you. So it's fine. Um, <clears throat> Can we come back to your dad too, by the way? Like just later on. We have to talk about it now, but just later. Okay. So Okay. So we wrapped up that I think the profane part of this is done. I want to throw something else at you guys. And again, this is spoiler for the undoing, so go away. So this is now the second show on HBO that I've that I've watched this year. Westworld was the first one. And Westworld mm-hmm. was like a show basically made for for subreddits where people get their internet sleuth on and they look for clues and they're all over Reddit and there's theories and sometimes the the show will even read the Reddit pages and, and make adjustments on the plot or whatever's going on. That was the first two seasons of Westworld and I really liked it. Um, the third season, I liked it as well. But when the season ended, there was none of that shit. Like, all the theorizing yeah. on the internet was wrong. Everything was totally face value and... That pissed off a lot of reviewers and critics and fans of the show. The same thing, the first couple of reviews I jumped into of The Undoing were um, that it it wasn't good because the finale was bad. And they had the audacity to say it was too long. They only felt it was too long because there were no twists. Like, Mm -hmm. I was talking to Alex about this. Like, it was this person, it was that person. No, it was... Spoiler! It was the main suspect the whole time. But the creation wow. of that was compelling TV. And I and here's the upshot here. I wonder if we're getting to a point now where there will be a, a pivot in entertainment. Because now everybody expects and like almost demands the plot tip twist. So uh-huh. maybe there won't be those anymore. It, it will just be great storytelling and you're going to know... Somebody did something. You're going to be able to figure it out very easily, but the ride along will be much more enjoyable now that you're not sitting expecting the plot twist and you can pay attention to the story. Yeah, I agree with you because I literally was just... Um, what is... I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank right now. What is that that movie where uh, the last one had um, uh, Chris Evans in it? They were in the house. House uh, of uh, Knives? Knives Out. Knives Out. What was what's the new one that just came out with like Wonder Woman in it? Do you know? It's not nope. out. The, the... It's not okay. But you know what I'm talking about. Like they made like this like a trilogy of like spy mystery whatever books of this guy who's an awesome detective. Like those were the times where having a twist and actually having that story was a great thing. And I think that there were so many like Sherlock Holmes, so many books that way, so many like uh like like little, uh, what is it, soap operas where there was always like this twist and something around the corner that the shock value has now gone down. So I completely agree with you in the sense that now the shock value is getting straight to the point, having a great story and you knowing who it is, but you still get good TV and quality value of a story. I believe in that. I I have always disliked, and it's just me being 
oldish or just again disliking slang and internet culture things. People are like, oh, plot twist. Like, no, fuckface, it's the plot. Like, you brought up, you brought up a great example, like <clears throat> Sherlock Holmes. And granted, that was only like 130 years or so ago, but those types of things were happening then. And nobody reading their their Arthur Conan Doyle book, like when they found that the guy in red was like, oh, plot twist, way to go, Arthur. Um, same, same thing, same thing. Go back like 50 years, and um, when you're in the theater watching Willy Wonka, and you're like, oh, Slugworth works for Wonka! Plot <laughs> twist! If you remember that part, because nobody remembers that part for some reason. How about this? Oh, Wonka wants to hire him! Plot twist! <laughs> I mean... That That's, was kind of like direct. You kind of knew that was coming, to be honest I, with you. I, I had no idea. I, really? I, th- I had no idea. I thought that kid was going right to a lawyer afterwards, and they were going to sue Wonka to get the place. <laughs> Bethany, <clears throat> is this not entertaining? I'm just letting you get on your tangent. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'll come get back on your, later get on your, when you're done. Get on your soapbox and talk about the way that society is viewing, what is it? We can't even call them novels anymore. It's just good tv poor tv whichever one you want to say it is right um hey happy first friday everybody whoop, whoop. is there something special happens on first friday yeah tsa oh first friday tsa i was like are we getting like are we getting checks stimulus checks again no no no, no. Oh, okay bethany first friday tsa yep you can uh watch the video it's up on our website tsfirst.org what? get a little 20 minute entertainment today <clears throat> what's happening in there this t- uh, this time um, I actually, because I've been on maternity leave and I just came back this week, um, don't even know, but I did hear that it was very good. So okay. it will be a surprise to me too. Good. Um, other first Friday kind of things in Sylvania. I think they, they started it last night. Uh, I've never been to downtown Sylvania for Christmas stuff. I barely went into my own neighborhood for Christmas stuff. Too fucking cold. But apparently, um, all of downtown Sylvania on Main Street is lit up, where in the past it's only been like 20%. Oh. I would no I idea. I haven't left my house, so... I yeah, I don't... You. I don't go into Sylvania in Christmas. They see a black man, they think I'm robbing somebody. <laughs> I just stay in Toledo. I stay in the Old West End. Fair I'm allowed there. Yeah. Um, I, and, Philip, do you want to share any thoughts? We uh, Floyd was on with us yesterday. Um, any thoughts on, on, the, on the Christmas Carol, which you really... What did Floyd say? Never bring up Christmas Carol or Mama Mia with Philip. <laughs> it's tragic, that whole situation. You know what pisses me off about the Christmas Carol in Toledo? I don't give a fuck anymore at this point. Everybody kept telling me don't say anything because it's rude. They picked the, old, the same old crackety, not to be rude, but he's not the best actor he may be a very nice man i'm sorry i don't know him but like they picked the same man year in and year out as a tradition to play this character and it just needs to stop to be completely honest with you they throw all these kids and all these people on stage and it's just like a complete and utter i'm sorry like it just seems like a shit show i did see that article and i read through some of it but i was just like this is lost on me i can't even like comment on this situation uh the nutcracker is happening though i believe and oh really don't they usually, someone gets, ca- like a, a local celebrity gets cast, like mm-hmm. it was the mayor a couple of years ago. Yeah. For what, what's the role? Uh, Mother Ginger. Okay. Yeah, Mother. so Mother Ginger in the Nutcracker is um, during the acrobat section of Nutcracker, where essentially you 
in Toledo at least has been a tradition that they get like a local celebrity and I was meant to do it before I moved. I'm surprised you haven't do it to be completely honest I with you. I was just going to say that. I um, and I could definitely talk. So yeah, bad. I could talk to Lisa about it if you want to, Eric, because I'm pretty sure it'd be fun because um, Jerry has done it before. Jerry Anderson has done it. Um, a few of our ABC friends have done it and WTOL friends have. But um, it's this huge costume with this huge like dress and you have about 20 or 30 kids who do acrobats come out of this dress and there is probably like a six or seven minute number that they do and Mother Ginger is just supposed to basically get the, the crowd hype. You just stand on this platform. The platform gets rolled out by the kids. They roll it around. You dance. The kids dance and then the kids end up back in your skirt and then you get rolled off stage. It's I mean, it's a thankless situation, but it's very, very fun. So wait, he left out the part where you have to get in drag. Oh, right. That's the thing, too. Well, I assumed that with mother. Well, I, I, guess, <laughs> I guess we can't assume anything anymore, but it was the mayor two years ago. I don't mm -hmm. think maybe because of the pandemic, they're not casting extras or whatever straight yeah. this year. But last <clears throat> year, it looks like uh, and I I didn't know this happened but last year. It was Gus Mancy. Phil Barone from Rosie's Italian, Brandon mm -hmm. Fields from Inside the Five. Yeah, I guess they took turns doing Mother Ginger. Yeah, it's one person per night is typically what it was. Because I was there, and it's always funny because I, I never know who it was. And for like, you know, the past three or four years, I would go to the show. And typically I would go backstage because I, I didn't have a ticket because they would sell out and I would just hang out with my friends anyway. And the one year, I was walking backstage and I was trying to be quiet because it was like not a like very active part of the show and I turn around and it's Tony Geftos with like this these huge blush circles around his cheek and this fucking pink and blue bonnet oil and he goes hey Phil and I was like what the fuck and I was like oh my god I said that pretty loud and Lisa who's our artistic director and the choreographer she like looked at me and I was like oh we're gonna get us both in trouble but uh yeah it's a fun thing it's a fun time um some other things bethany do you do the bath and body works candles absolutely not really i mean i love them if someone wants to gift them to me but i'm not standing in line oh to buy them. <laughs> so so today was That's uh like i'm not gonna do today was bath and body works black friday oh my god yeah. those are awful days and did I see that they're more expensive? Like, tell me about the, the mystique of all this. Like, I, I have seen that line because there's one near me at Spring Meadows. But tell me about this. I don't so, know the mystique. That's oh, the thing. I, I, feel like I, I do because they were right next door to us in the right. mall. Um, so first they're like White Castle or White House or White Owl now is what they're White Barn. Sorry, is what they're called. Um, and you basically get a palette of candles for like 20 bucks when previously in any other time the candles are like ten dollars each they're three wick candles so they last and burn forever and everybody loves them and they're great christmas gifts so they actually do this sale like two or three times a year to basically get rid of like their overstock of candles but <clears throat> even in our store we would have because we had some friends who worked there and they're not allowed to hold candles off to the side but on their break they can wait in line buy candles i would say at apple during these sales as the day went on you would probably have like six seven eight nine ten bags with like at least two or three maybe even four pallets of candles in them and there are what's three and four across is that 12 there are 12 yeah. candles in a pallet so yeah i mean it's a it's a great deal don't get me wrong especially for expensive the candles usually are it's a great deal but you must understand also people wait in line for hours this line stretches 
from White Bar oh, yeah. all the way around the corner past American Cookie Company into the food court because they had to stop putting line towards our store because we had our own line. So it's just like a <laughs> shit show, to be honest with you. I pulled it up. Yeah. It's his annual Candle Day event. Um, they're all sold out online. And mm-hmm. so it's $9.95 and you save $14.55. So these things are like $26, $27. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah. What? Explain the... Th- Three wick to me, like when I get a candle, like meaning wh- there's three little things that you light on fire. I know that asshole. <laughs> That's one. Wow, the girl, the girl with the titty oh hanging God. out has a big <laughs> She is on fire. Oh. Um, so the three wick, the three wick thing is legit. Just I think a sense for it to burn evenly because of how big the candles are and how much right. wax they hold. That's really it. It's nothing special to be honest. That's what I meant, titty police. I don't know. <laughs> oh shit, that's great. I don't know. What Did you get candles? About. Is that why you're bringing this up? Did you have somebody wait in line for you? Like, I'm really confused. No, it's a dangerous time to be in the mall, to be honest with you. The the reason it stuck with me is uh, because Jante said something, and I'm like, oh fuck it, a. And I was like, do black people do candles? Oh my god, yes. Really? Sometimes you. you, you- <laughs> Listen, you walk into some black people's houses and it's like a seance is going on. For some reason, it's mood lighting. Like, it, you have eight different scents going on and they're just like, my sister, God bless her heart. She's one of the people that I would do this for. Like, if she is feeling herself, she would run a bath. She would have six or seven candles in the bathroom with her. She would have candles leading from her bedroom to the bath. She would walk through the house in the dark with a candle. Like, I just don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't do that. I am not a pyromaniac. It get it gets hot as hell. You like that many candles? It's dangerous. I break shit. Like I can't, but it's a thing. Wow. <laughs> I'm, and I'm surprised, Ajante. She was there when we had these sales. Like she worked with me at Apple, and she could tell you about the bags on bags on bags of pallets of candles that was in our store on the floor because <clears throat> of this sale. Bethany, before I ask Philip why he wants to talk about my dad, why don't you <laughs> why don't you offer some um uh, why don't you just offer us some random thoughts and commentary about what? <laughs> Wait, why is he why is he want to know about your dad? I don't. I have one specific question, but please, Bethany, give us something. How was your life? How was your week going? Let's talk about no, that. What I did you do on your maternity how... week? Listen. I'm having re-entry issues at work, so I'm just trying to like keep keep my shit straight. Whoa, hold, hold, hold on. You mean they're not gonna? Are you gonna get laid off? No, no. I mean, like my brain capacity is. I'm struggling. She, she has to reacclimate herself. Yeah, God. yeah. I have. Okay. I've made like several to-do lists and like got you know. <clears throat> it's just like getting your brain back in the mode of like actually working and mm-hmm. thinking about things other than. Uh, pumping your breast milk and poop and, <laughs> right uh, i mean those are I, really high priority things so they are they are no i want to know how uh uncle eric feels about being uncle eric well you listen to the podcast i mean well i did but i was like ooh, now we can have this conversation i, I feel like baby fresh i feel the same as i do on the on the on the podcast uh, as i did the other day like i don't know because i'm I'm so far away. Uh, like, <clears throat> I, I guess I'll have to go home for when it's born. I, I suppose. I, I don't Absolutely, know. you will. See, <laughs> so Paul's, Paul doesn't listen to the podcast, but I, I, I showed Alex today, 
and I talked to my dad about it. Um, and you all know that we, I don't have like the, the most, the closest relationship with my brother. In fact, Bethany, you might compare it to the fact to your to your relationship with your sister that we didn't know you had until like <laughs> six months ago. You have a sister? See? Yeah. I didn't know that. She doesn't What's live her name? Here. That's probably why her name's Kristen. She lives in Georgia. How long has she been in Georgia for? Um, since grad school. How long have I known you for? How would I not know you have a sister? See? I don't know. I'm mean, five <laughs> years younger. So like. Oh, I guess I that makes sense. Okay. So then, Bethany, you can relate. So the other day, uh, when Alex and I were talking about all this and how he's closer to my mom and, you know, I liked going home so my mom could see Diddy and blah, 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 um, I sent my, I sent Paul a picture of um, my mom when she was still healthy um, and Diddy, so it's a, like an oversized chair. My mom was sitting in the chair and Diddy, like, I'm just going to send it to you guys. Bethany, you can't pick up your phone now, right? Uh, I can see it, like, when I get the notification. But that's, oh, okay. Let me pull this up. Um, sorry. Hold, hold on, dear listeners. I can't wait, because I know, I know that it, it might take a while, but you're going to be, like, that uncle, and you're going to buy him a bunch of stuff, and you're going to send him, like, it be- it better be a him. toys, and it- the, him or her. Mm-hmm. Actually, I feel like I feel like you would be. I feel like you'd do better with the with the niece no, than you would a nephew. Too. I feel like no, you would. No, because uh, yeah, it's yeah. more it's more likely that I can indoctrinate them into superhero stuff with uh, with with a boy. Yeah, but I think I think. Look, I'll could... be good with both. Um, yeah. <laughs> although I. Everyone saw my uh, my Transformers room picture on Facebook this week, right? No, yeah, I but I know what your Transformers room looks like. I'm, wait, I'm sorry, Bethany. Uh, I'm sorry, Titty Lady. What? I said I can't believe you put that out there. Why? You're gonna get a date now. Oh, I don't care. Um, oh, Titty. So wait, first the Transformers okay. thing. I posted okay. that, and some people that I know, they're like. Garrett thinks your room is incredible. I'm like, you know, he's almost five. That's right in my wheelhouse to hang out. <laughs> so I sent that picture to Alex. I sent it to my brother as well. I don't hear anything. So I sent that Tuesday, and I sent Alex the, the screenshot today. I sent that Tuesday to Paul, and I think I've spoken on the phone with him since. Tuesday at 6.15, I sent that to Paul. I did not hear anything via text till this morning at 9.30. New Sorrentos came in. Can't decide if I like it. Don't like the front grill or rear lights. <laughs> that well, didn't say anything about the picture. Did it get the picture? Are you sure it went through? Yeah, like not like. I know that he knows that he's closer to my mom than I was, mm-hmm. but like nothing. He's he just doesn't. He you think I keep some things in? Paul internalizes like so much. So I don't know if I should go home. I don't know like if I call Tracy and congratulate her. Do I wait to the doctor's appointment? Like it's it's impossible. Well, no, no, here's the deal. And I will tell you this from somewhat of experience. Well, actually, yes, just experience. Regardless of how they behave, you still behave the appropriate according way. Like you know what to do. You know what you should do. It may feel right. weird or awkward, but like Tracy and your brother are also two separate people. I'm not sure what your relationship is with her, but I think that she would like to hear from you. Like, you're a part of the family. She's a part of the family. 
So even though your brother internalizes and it can be a little bit introverted at some times, like I think that you should still do what you think is right. And if you're questioning if you should or shouldn't do those things, you probably should just do them. Good advice. Yeah. Good advice. I agree. Um, other than, do, do you know like how how they, they how, gone to like the like what position yet? did they do it in? No, <laughs> Bethany, I no. don't. No, no. Spread uh, ego. Ha, no, have continue. they gone to the doctor yet? No. Uh, mm-hmm. And when I spoke, and again, this is all like the, the, the my brother should be in the CI fucking A. Like he would have found Bin Laden in three minutes. Um, today I'm talking to my dad, and I said, uh, "Do you know like when's the doctor appointment?" And my dad's like, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe a couple of weeks. And I'm not putting that on my dad couple not knowing. Yeah, I'm not putting that on my dad. I'm putting yeah. that on them for not being more forthcoming. So wait, wait. How did you find out again? Was it from your dad? Yeah. Okay, here's the do thing. They know, do right? they know that so, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Go ahead, Bethany. There's like, it's very odd, but there's kind of like these unspoken rules. So like, if you find out you're pregnant, you're not supposed to tell anybody until you're like 12 weeks along because right. that's like the window they give you of like, this could terminate at any time. Right. Kind of a situation. Um, so I could see where like maybe they, it came out, but like they didn't want to go into too much detail. But I feel like she should have gone to the doctor by now. Um, so maybe, maybe it's just that, like not that they don't want, you to know specifically, but maybe they're just waiting until like things are established and then they'll share more of the news. But I don't see why you couldn't call them and say, you know, Hey, I heard through the grapevine, such and such. Like, that's really cool. You don't have to, like, you don't have to pry them for information, but I feel like you should at least acknowledge that you found out. All right, we're going to take a quick time out here so I can record a traffic report and come back with a real home run from my (laughs) my phone call with Paul the other day, okay? Okay. All right, everybody stand by. Um, All right, so we're we're back. So I called... (laughs) So I I called... You better remember to edit that. Like, did you write this down somewhere? (laughs) I... I called Paul on Sunday or Monday or one of the days, and I was like, well, first, you know, I wanted to, um, I didn't di- dive right in like I normally would. I was like, so, uh, car stuff or some shit like that. And then I was like, uh, so how's Tracy? And he's like, she's doing well. Or I said something about, like, so, oh, I said, oh, I, I, then I think I, I pivoted real fast. I was like, so how come you didn't tell me about Tracy? And, Wow, very very subtle, very nice. By the way, right? Because um, I don't want to think about my brother and semen and sex. He, to me, he's still little Paul. He's my little baby brother. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm like, so how can you even tell me about Tracy? Like with a total deadpan. Well, Dad did. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's kind of fucked up. I'm not gonna lie to just do that. Well, Dad did. Like. Okay, I mean... That is kind of fucked up. You should share good news with us, Paul. So, like, what did you say after that? Did you say, like, it would have been nice to hear from you? Like, what did you tell him? I I was kind of apoplectic and incredulous after that. I was like, you know what? Dad told me about the car, too. You guys don't know this part, right? So, my dad goes to the house one day last week, and, Mm -hmm. Philip, you know my brother loves cars. Yeah. Paul has cars with me and all the stuff I love. Um, My dad goes to the house, and... 
My dad says, Paul, whose car is in, is, is in the driveway? Brand new car. Totally brand new vehicle. Paul goes, Mon, I, I got a new car. Now, that is not... <laughs> That is not completely uncommon. There have been plenty of years where Paul has gotten two brand new vehicles in a year. But well, I was gonna say, like, does he have to run that by somebody? Like, he, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd just he, get a new car. He's thirty-three. No, but it wasn't that. It, it it's just he didn't. Like that's a that's kind of a life thing. Like that's a big deal. That's not like, hey, I got new peanuts yeah. from Target. And great, right. Paul does it a lot. My dad and him, like that's their closest connection. Cars are the connection. Like my dad and Paul have been going True. to the Philadelphia Auto Show since Paul could, b- b- before Paul got out of a stroller. They have never missed a year. So for Paul to not tell him now, there's there's a reason he said, and I. But after after I gathered myself, I was like, Paul, you know what? Dad told me about the car too. I'm just going to assume if anything big happens in your life, we're not going to, you're not going to tell us. But if the dogs did something cute, I know I'll probably get pictures and that's just what it is. So I said, why didn't you tell us? He's like, I didn't want, and I don't know if he knew if I was referring to the car or to the pregnancy. And he said, I just didn't want to hear your and dad's judgments. (laughs) I hope hope he was talking about the car, not the pregnancy. Not wrong, Paul. You're an adult. Do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, but here's the thing. I would tell you on two fronts, right? What that kind of says: a, that says that you and your dad at some point in time made him feel very small about his choices or things he was doing in life that he doesn't feel good enough to talk to you about it. I've been going through counseling, so I am here for this situation. Second, it probably says something that like he may not be 100% confident in his either decision making or the fact that those things have happened because he also isn't you're like mental and you hurt his feelings. I mean, oh, that's oh, like, that's one of the reasons I, probably. I, I'm, certain, <laughs> I'm, I'm certain that that's happened, but also, um, as the dad and the older brother, we are well within our, our bloodlines to question or be critical of some of his important decisions. Are I, you? Yes. Absolutely not. I wish my dad and my brother would. Like, here's the thing. Like, I, I get it. Depends on how often. You yeah, I be mean, your family. I get it, but really. Well, okay, so I don't know about the the judgments other than the vehicle stuff. Like, look, you're always gonna have disagreements. Like, he didn't like a right. Facebook post of mine five years ago when my mom died, which was six months later, and. I had to ask my dad about it. And, and like, he is very sensitive, especially about my mom's stuff. And I learned a lesson at that point. And I apologize, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But like for as forthcoming and as overly honest as I can be, he is the antithesis of that. But the car judgments come from this. So when he started working in his, at his car place and started to like know he was networking with people, um, when he was like 20 or 21... Oh. Shut up, Tucker. I'm in no mood for your shit today. Uh, when he was like 20 or 21, 22, and he fixed his credit. I don't know how he fucked it up. Um, that's a good story for another day. Um, he started buying cars frequently. Like I said, multiple times per year. Was and he leasing or buying? Both. And then... He, he gave us this line, It was, and this is where the joke kind of came from after the initial judgment. But I swear to you, it was the same line with every car. He would, he would tell my dad, 
as like his reason, his his rationale. Well, I'm saving on insurance and it's better on gas. And it got to the point where he was like, like only several years later, but like dozens of cars later. At this point, the insurance companies were paying him and he was driving fucking backwards to work with the same <laughs> line he had used over and over again. So you basically made him feel small for telling the same bad joke over and over. I don't know if it was a joke. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, he has some deep-seated issues with you and your dad, and he feels judged enough to where he's like, I'm not telling him shit anymore, and I feel it because I'm that way about people as well. So Exactly. I feel like he's gotten to a point where he's like, I'm just not going to tell you anything because every time I share something with you, you got something to say about it, and that's really frustrating, and I understand that because uh, people, especially family members, like to get up all up in your business and tell you how they feel even when you don't ask for it so i think you need to be sympathetic to that and i think that you just you know go a little while without passing judgment and just show (laughs) support that's air chase stop it just be there and show some support for a little while i I absolutely i i support he is i'm so proud of him and what he's become in the last you know especially as my mom was dying and what he's done as an adult and that that house and all that stuff in the last like five to seven years. I've never been more proud of him. Um, but, Wait, but have you told him that? Oh yeah, yes I have, absolutely. Uh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, yes I yes I have. Um, and I have tried many times to try to have like dialogue with him, but he just doesn't talk. And, and again, it's it's like like I sometimes I'll just call just to shoot the shit with him because yeah. I got a five minute ride, and he's not playing ball. And, like, I showed you the text message. Like, that's just him. And that that's fine. He needs counseling to some degree to work around that so we can be a better and bigger family. But his, his lack of forthcomingness in some ways, like, gets me and my dad hurt. Um, well, wh- and I, I can't explain it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Before you start firing off your nicotine at me. Like you're a fembot from Austin Powers. I think it was here. I don't remember where it was, but I didn't know. I think Paul might have been on the air with us one day. And I was like, you and your crew or the, the like, Paul's never defined what it is. He's never given it a name. So I would just be like, Paul and his crew. And then one day, and then um, I kind of fumbled around like what Tracy is. Um it's the ideal time. Like, thank God, partner is an accepted word now because that—that's the—that's like the safest way I can, I can say it. But my dad also, uh, and that pissed Paul off because I didn't know what to call his his group. Um, my dad also fell prey to the fury of Tracy when he didn't refer to her as like girlfriend or fiance because yet again, it's never been defined. Hmm. So I get it. I mean, but here's the thing. You guys are getting yourselves all caught up in webs because whatever you guys, whatever he feels you did to him is stopping him from giving you enough insight for you to be able to actually be a part of his life. So y'all are just running in fucking circles and being irritated and annoyed each other for each other's actions. Somewhere it has to stop, but it's going to be difficult because 
you have to figure out where it started. And I don't think there's a point where it really like started. It probably just faded in. So look, he got real fucked up because of um, my parents splitting up. Like I was fortunate. I, I, I like when my dad was like, we're getting separated. Like everything coalesced from me. Like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. You still love me and Paul? Absolutely. All right, I'm gonna go back to the to, to my pretzel now. And then I left. Paul was in the middle of all that that weirdness, and that messed him up. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, okay. So what I was gonna say before you cut me off, I I can't I don't have an explanation for your dad because he does live close. But I know that like my sister living in Georgia, it's like we really don't like even things as monumental as you would think about getting a new car. Like I don't know those things, and. You know, every once in a while, like, we'll get on a spree where we talk a lot. And then other times, like, we'll both get busy and we don't talk for a long time. And you just, like, when people live far apart, like, you don't even mean to not share. But it's like your daily life goes by and, like, things happen. And you either, A, think you told them stuff or you just that's forget. Not, and that's not happening just, here. Okay. Like, right. I, and I, I say it because of it's the sheer numbers of it. You have a very big family. Ours, like you can seat us, seat us at a table of four. Like you're gonna remember whether or not you told important yeah. information to people. To I mean, there's nobody, and that's why this is so exciting. And I have to dig in with my to my with my dad about it. Like, because the family, like this is the first birth after like a litany of deaths. Um, and I, I hope, I hope it's a boy so that if my dad, I mean, it'll keep the last name going, I think, but I am not going to touch that hand grenade at this point with Tracy and Paul. For all I know, it's last name will be fucking Lichtenstein or something. I don't know. Because see, (laughs) and, and what does that show you? That your first instinct is to have an opinion about what they named the kids. This is just between us, us raccoons. Okay. Just between us, ras- or, 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 us raccoons. I might even, I'm not it. My dad has some criticisms of some of the parenting happening in that household. Yeah, there you see, go. And, and that's that not probably exactly helping. Not. That's not helping. But whether it's justified or not, whether your dad is justified or not in his criticisms and him vo- looking at it. He doesn't vocalize it. He doesn't. He doesn't. In- Eric, Eric what, fucking though? Chase, you know better than anybody else. You don't have to vocalize something for people to know okay. that it's not. It's Thank being looked you. at that way. You Thank know for a fact. You. And if. If your dad doesn't come around or if he goes in the house and he gives certain looks or he acts a certain yep. way or does things a certain way, yep. she will pick up on that, especially being a mother. And of I course, she's going to complain to him about it, to your brother, Paul. So, it, 100%. Okay. Well, and that's why I'm not going to I'm not going to put my hat on the fact that that thing is going to that that child is going to have the same last name as my dad, myself and Paul. And if okay. that's the, if that's the case, we revert back to this is it, like <laughs> that's it, like there are gonna be no more of us. That's it, like the 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 legacy is done. The the Weisbergs from back, you know, in 300 BC. That's it. The line, the well, blood, the blood dies here. That means you gotta get to work. Yep. Watch out! Here comes my semen. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now I don't like that word either. Full circle. Thank you. Thank you very so, much. Um, Bethany, do you have any more questions about the situation? <laughs> no, I, was, 
I think you cleared everything up. I, I think I'm good for now. I mean, I'm I'm excited. I, I hope it's a boy because I get along with like little boys really well. Um, I just want the it to be healthy, and I want them to do well, and um, all all that stuff, like all all the right things. I, I am completely in line with. Um, aside yeah. from that, you know, I, I just don't know what I can do from from this this far out, especially considering the world is still on fucking fire. Well, yeah. Uh, do you have a question? Genuine, genuine question. Then we can move on. But do you feel that you want to be a part of your brother's? kids life yeah yeah when, when i okay first... what so what would stop you then from having a very honest sit down go to them on their couch conversation and be like i know that we have issues but like this is important to me and i feel like if i don't have this conversation with you in a very serious way then i won't be taken seriously and then put the ball in their court and if they continue to behave that way then you have the right to be like fuck off like i'm trying and i really want to do this i i don't think we're at that point yet Okay. I think my actions will sh- my actions should show them that I want to be involved. And again, this is I, I'm actually looking like bigger picture beyond the kid. Like this is a, a great opportunity to bring people to to make Thanksgiving big again, to make yeah. Thanksgiving a thing. And this child can can be the catalyst for that because I do miss that. I miss the big Thanksgivings where. Go fuck yourself, Bethany. Grammy Weisberg and Grammy Bale would be over, and Uncle Jeff and Uncle Michael and the ants, the ants, you know, the Jewish ants. That there's no relation, but there's Aunt Joyce and Aunt Sandy and Aunt Lynn and Uncle Bernie and Uncle Mel, and the dogs are there, and the house is bustling with people. And then people started moving to Florida and then dying. Um, yeah. This this child couldn't be the catalyst for like Thanksgiving in the 21st century for us. You know what? You know what would also solve that? You if you had your own kids. Do you really want to inflict the world with that? I think it'd be great. I think it'd be uh, amazing. You know, um, how do I want to put this? All right, you have gotten <laughs> you have you have gotten under my skin today. So I I wasn't fireball. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna share this, but you know what? And and again, this is not somebody who's gonna listen to the podcast. I'm not gonna do names or anything. Um, and I and I would tell this person because I, I am forthcoming with this person. So there is a a woman that I have known and we've texted for God. It's probably like three years now, and maybe not that long. But we we finally connected when um, I found out she or we found out she worked one exit away from me where I live. Uh, Spring Meadows. I'm at Spring Meadows. She's at at like. Um, the Panera and the Buffalo Wild Wings down in Miami, one exit away. So we're like, okay, well, let's, you know, we got, we had lunch one day and then the pandemic, and I had, a, I had a good time. It was nice. And then the pandemic hit. So everything went sideways. So I just texted her. She likes Lord of the Rings stuff. So when oh. I see Lord of the Rings things, I send them her way. Um, <clears throat> so we got to talking and let me, uh, I almost feel like I, should I just, Screen, can you guys you guys want to read this and then give me the, the feedback based on it? Sure, let's do that. That sounds great. Bethany, would you be able to see it? Uh, I don't. Do, what if I email you? Email. Okay. Uh, got a lot of editing today. <laughs> a lot of editing. All right, Philip, you've got it. Um. Bethany, I'll send it to the uh, the Urbanski World Headquarters. 
Urbanski. Oh, oh, it's in, it's in parts. The saga continues. And this is why, like, this is everybody's oh, wow. like frustrating. I hope, what? I hope they came in order. Okay, yeah, they did. Wow. This is everybody's frustrating with dating, and Bethany's like, you just you should like shoot your thing into a kid or a lady and make a kid. Do you mean you don't mean to read this out loud? Do you? Uh, we don't have to unless okay. like, the context doesn't make sense. But I want you guys no. to see it. And this is why I eat pizza and drink on Friday night and then sleep all day Saturday. Now, granted, there's also a pandemic and there's not much to do anyway. But wow, this why would you been... say that? Which part? I'm sorry, I'm not convinced that I'm your type. I'm not either. Who says that? Like, what the fuck does that mean? That's I, so rude. I, I do because I'm sorry if like I just say things as they are because this is what they are. Just me, ch- okay. I mean, she she's real sus of the world if she is like shooting you down right away especially if you've been talking for that long like why wouldn't you just well, go I think and see what happens she thinks she thinks you just want to fuck that's like her her mindset is but like why would somebody invest a year of talking well it, just... it's been very on and off and that's why mm-hmm. like when it's like oh you're right down the road let's have lunch and I was all the more ready to like have a date date after that. But again, the pandemic hit. And, uh, but the, the type thing is bothersome to me because like, I get not everybody thinks like this, but what do you think a date is for? It, it's not like a absolute precursor or pregame to sex. Like you go and see if you click like that. Yeah, but right. like the way the way that you guys phrased it in the situation of her saying, "I don't think that I'm your type." Like she was basically already like, if you want to say no, I'm not interested. Say that, not that. right. But she was basically already saying that she was well, she not saying she was interested. She was saying she knows that she is not the type of girl that you typically go for, and she was looking for fishing. Fishing is what she was doing. I was looking for you to say, no, I'm not so sure about that. She was looking for you not to be Eric Chase, not for you to be honest. She wants you to fish with her. She wanted to play well, a game with you. she's not going to get anything but Eric Chase. Right. Exactly. So, right. And that's where she failed. And yeah. <clears throat> also, and again, this is not where I don't, I don't want to try to get inside somebody's head here. Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, <laughs> how do you know who and what I like? Truth. Very true. Well, they feel, they probably feel like they do if you... Well, no, but, because and, you said it was off and on. It's not even like you were, like... Because she was dating somebody, but we would still talk casually. Um, like, uh, yeah, so... I mean, I don't, I don't think her reasoning is wrong. I mean, if you think about it in, like, context of dating right now and just people in general, when somebody tries to hit you up to hang out or you get one of those are you up texts, it's very strictly typically the fact that they just want to have sex. Well, so maybe in her, right. maybe in her mind, she's just like knocking that out right quick now saying, if you just want to have sex, I'm not here for it. So maybe she's just trying to knock that out too. Uh, some people are just difficult. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that. There I is. mean, you're not wrong. Uh, hey, I, 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 I have to go, but I still have to ask you my question before I go. Yes, sir. Are, are you ready? So do you remember, I want to say it was like maybe Saturday last week. It wasn't too long that you messaged Alex and I that your dad has been so bored in this now happening shutdown that he has busted out the accordion. Oh, I texted you what? and Megan. Yes. Yes. Okay. Me and Megan. <laughs> because 
Yeah, yeah. My Wait, dad. is there video proof of this? This is what I need. This because is what I need. I need. No, you don't. So I called. Yeah, him. I do. I'll do this in I'll do this in two minutes or less. So okay. I called my dad on Wednesday, and it sounded like when he picked up the phone that like a, a semi had gone by and blown its horn. And I was like, I can let you go. He's he's like, no, 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 I'm just playing the accordion. I'm like, you're, oh, God. <laughs> like, the pandemic has finally claimed me. My dad has gotten so bored. He wants to play the accordion because everything's closed there again. And mm-hmm. he keeps telling me that he wants to come on the air and play. He's like, you told me the ratings suck anyway. What good? What would it hurt? And I, I actually, I accidentally throughout the idea today i'm like you, well, you know you have your ipad so you can conceivably facetime me with your accordion and I, wanted, I wanted to like walk into a wall right after i said that <laughs> oh my god bethany my da- yeah Be- bethany we would call my dad on the air in the morning rush and my yeah. dad would talk about his love for the accordion megan and philip were mesmerized Yes, it is an amazing thing to see a Philly Jewish man playing the fucking accordion. I need this in my life. Listen, next time that you talk to Barry, adamantly, since he's going to pick it back up and get back on that bicycle to learn how to pedal again, tell him to videotape it with his iPad and just send it my way. That will get me in such a good mood. I'm 100% here for it. He was excited to hear that I told you about it. Again, (laughs) another mistake on my part. I was feeding the beast. Oh, my God. That's great. Have a good Friday night. Yeah. Bye, guys. Have fun. All right. Bye. Are you back? Yeah. You let him live his life. My dad? Yes. Absolutely. Not on this fucking show, though. Uh, You know what? America needs it. He is not a good accordion player, which makes it even worse. That does not matter. Do you get on TikTok? Well, that's what I did. I, did I tell him that? I think I might have told him that the other day. I'll, I'll run that by Paul. Maybe Paul can make him a TikTok accordion star. He could absolutely be TikTok famous. Well, yeah, or maybe like uh, I. What I might have told Megan this. This is the most Megan's ever mentioned on the podcast. Like my dad can do an OnlyFans TikTok, an OnlyFans accordion account. Oh, so good. Do you, uh, what else do you want to talk about? Cause I'm all talked out. Like I'm tired now. I, I want to go home and take a nap. I, I want to go home and watch. I've already seen some spoilery stuff for Mandalorian tonight, but it's my fault because I have to prep for the show. But, uh, I hear it's a really good episode. I, I can't wait. I just, baby Yoda is my spirit animal at this point. I, I saw so much. I saw this, uh, something I went on to walmart.com and I saw, uh, this baby Yoda monopoly. There's no like, way. Well, so I investigated. Um, and it was not Mandalorian Monopoly. It was Baby Yoda. So the whole board was that little creature. And I couldn't zoom in enough to see like what was what. But like, how how could there possibly be enough from that character to do a whole Monopoly board? Did I lose you again? It's just my dogs are going insane, and I don't want to subject you to that. Okay. So, um, yeah, there's Baby Yoda Monopoly if you want to do that. I would hope that, like, the egg is Boardwalk. I I think that would be fantastic. I mean, I ordered a makeup uh, eyeshadow palette just because it, it had Baby Yoda on it. So, so you did get it. You, you, you got it. It didn't sell out or anything? I'm losing you. 
you it, it didn't sell out? You didn't have to pay triple the price or anything? No, it did sell out. I had to wait till they restocked it. So. Got it. Are there, do you know what GOAT is in Stock X? Mm, I feel like I've heard of them, but I've never used them for anything. They're secondary market resellers for like for shoes. Um, and they do fashion now. So if you can't get something at Nike for like 190, you can pay 250 for it or whatever else somebody wants to charge you on these resale sites. Is there a makeup version of that? Um, not that I know of. I mean, I think people, there are people that try to sell like fake makeup, like knockoffs and right. try to sell it as like the real thing um, that you can get in trouble for. But I feel like if people want to buy stuff that has you know, sold out or whatever. They just go on like Poshmark or one of those sites where like you can sell things yourself and then people can mark it up like that. But I don't know that there's like an actual site for Me- Megan would know. That. She she probably would know. But yeah. I just Googled Not that it. Oh, okay. So I, I, t- I used the wrong example. Um, makeup version of goat. <laughs> Goat makeup Pinterest. <laughs> the pictures are pretty, are what you might expect. That's pretty funny. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, what am I just sitting in my house because I don't want to go anywhere and get COVID. Right. So. Uh, my dad went to one of his doctors today, and I think this this is the first time he's ever told me. And again, my dad is not forthcoming with a lot of stuff either. They the, the hematologist said stay home because he has a uh, he has the blood the blood disorder that our friend Jody had, where your blood won't clot. Or oh it, yeah, or it will clot. And I guess one of the things with COVID is it it can increase the chance of bad clots. So the guy told that my dad just stay home. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it's it's scary, man. Like, oh yeah, it's it's back to where we were in March and April, where we're like, if you don't need to be somewhere, you just don't go. Like, do everybody a favor. Which people, but I feel like it's even worse because there's so many people I know, like my inner circle of people that I know that have it, and like at the beginning, I know there were a lot of people getting sick, but it like wasn't. I only knew a handful, and now it's like. Everybody, there's uh, there's a lot of hospital and healthcare minutiae coming into it as well. I'm gonna guess that this stuff is was fairly reliable, but now there's like a certain threshold of sickness before some hospitals, not not here that I've heard, that like you've got to be a certain level of sick with this, or yeah, they, or they'll just send you home because they don't have enough room for you. I know a couple of girls, um, and they they've They've pinged this as we've heard on the news, you know. They were slammed in March and April. Things cooled off as we got a handle on things, and they're slammed again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at what happened to Floyd. Like, he went to the hospital or whatever, but they they didn't have any beds, so they basically sent him home. Yeah, and I mean, I guess there's really nothing they can do. Um, I right. know there's, like, the therapeutic drugs that the president got, but I don't know what kind of access you have as a regular person with that other than like take 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 over the counter stuff for the symptoms so right um well as much as you were very mean to me today it was a pleasure to, i was not mean to it you. it was a pleasure to talk to you as we always get to spend our friday together and um keep up with that what do you call it the firing gingerbread man gingerbread on fire 
Drunken gingerbread man. Drunken gingerbread man. And one last time for the for the for the families at home with the, the ingredients. Uh equal parts. Fireball, Bailey's, and rum chata. Top it okay. off with a little cinnamon. A little cinnamon. Okay. Over ice. All right. Well I'll uh, I'll be on the text message, okay? Okay, sounds good. Bye. Bye.